The next episode of our podcast is brought to you by Folklory. And, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. And if you're still, you know, doing the last-minute shopping for a Mother's Day gift, uh, maybe you should consider Folklory, which is our service that turns memories into personal podcasts. Now, why, Harish? Why should someone consider doing a Folklory as a Mother's Day gift? Because, I mean, both you and I have done uh, recordings with people for as a gift for their mothers, you know, like talking to their fathers or their mom's best friends about their favourite stories about her. Uh, and one thing that comes up quite often is... Uh, especially for kids like, talking about their parents uh, is that they, they end up saying stuff that even they admit oh, they've never said this about their mom they've never thought uh, this about their mom and when I asked them like, why they're like eh, it's, it's just say it's a bit weird to tell your mom this face to face like when I heard that I was like eh, actually that's damn true that's the same for me uh, would you agree Terence? I would say it's a maybe it's an Asian family thing like right you know mm. where affection isn't the most apparent between uh, mother and child and all. but uh, we, we do have very very strong feelings for each other it's just that we don't have the opportunities to express express them to each other la. and that's why something like folklore can actually make it a much more seamless experience la. yeah because if I just ask you listening when was the last time you said I love you to your mom just yeah just just thinking about that I think yeah uh, is where we can try to help because if you get a folklore with us um, just tell us who you'd like us to talk to and share memories about your mom. We take care of their full process. It's done uh, remotely uh, and it can be done pretty quickly. So so if you want to enjoy our Mother's Day promo uh, and get 30% off any number of folklories you get for your mom, uh, we, we are offering this promo till the end of 14th May, this Sunday, which is Mother's Day. And all you got to do is use the promo code MOTHERSDAY30 at our website, folklory.com. Uh, all the details are in the show notes. And yeah, we would love to help you create something amazing for your mom. And now, on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, yeah. man. Yes. Good old humor. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the end of the week podcast. How was your week it's been, a man? Pretty, it's a pretty special episode, like, right? Because um, this time, you're, although we're doing this remotely, like a lot of our yeah. podcasts, but uh, you are very, very remote. Like, you know, more remote very, very than usual. Like, more remote than usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How so? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'm hours and hours away in the island of Penang. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so mm. I'm in still same time zone. La. I, right, and I right, realized right. also before today's podcast, I mean, with today's podcast, we've recorded a podcast uh, when I was in Spain, France, and now Penang. Mm, yeah, that's right. Uh, and, uh, but, but actually, why are you in Penang but still recording a podcast? I think that's the question on people's minds. Uh, because I mean, it's also something that uh, my wife and I are, you know, just thinking. She's also working uh, at, yeah. in Penang, so we thought, okay, let's just take a short trip, see, see. I mean, just carry on with work stuff while we're there. Whatever can be done remote, and then just spend mm. the weekend in Penang. And Penang's so pretty you, awesome, man. Yeah. Are you having a hard time like disconnecting from work, even though you are literally on a holiday right now? Is that the, the Are you issue? Say, I can sense some undertones, <laughs> of Terrence. Uh, no, no, I'm just putting I'm, out there. I just want people to understand like like that we are not here advocating that people 
you know, blur the lines between your work oh, and no, your, no, no, and no, your no, no, no. work life. This, huh? was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. this was a very conscious thing when we planned ah, the trip. Because, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, it was a very conscious thing. It wasn't say like, we planned a trip and then slowly I was like, hey, uh, we do a bit of work. No, 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 no. We, we made yeah, it a point. Yeah. Uh, we we travel uh, and then we mm. we we just experiment lah. So yeah, yeah. so it, it yeah it was part of the plan because I also have come to realize the value of disconnecting when you're when you're on a trip correct, correct. No yeah because it's, I think it's important to point out because I don't want people to think that we got some toxic workplace culture where when people are on holiday we insist that they still have to bring all their all their work equipment and continue continue doing work lah and doing the podcast and all that lah. Yeah exactly yeah. no 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 yeah, very yeah. conscious thing <laughs> because there have been times when I've I've been traveling or occupied. And mm. uh yeah we didn't record or like last year when I was getting married, mm, right? Mm, mm. So yeah, yeah. So. No, because that I think the difference is that you are trying to do like uh, it's a dream for a lot of people uh, to work remotely, uh, you yeah. know, for a period of time. Uh, not not saying that you we never want to go back in the office or anything, but the idea is that if your work can be done remotely and and you can be efficient doing it, why not just give it a shot, lah? Right? Yeah, exactly. Even uh, though when yeah. I message uh Terence yesterday saying, Hey, you know, just uh, I'm traveling but I'll record podcast. What was your message, Terence? What was your message? What was your reply? I said, Okay, Gary V <laughs> <laughs> And then your response was a heart. But the thing is I think it. no no, I think to be exact, I wasn't uh responding to the you saying record podcast. Because I think recording a podcast remotely actually is kinda cool. It's kind of like interesting, right? Like like yeah, yeah, you're in a different is. country, a different perspective. What I was responding to was you telling me, <laughs> Yeah, just message me whenever anything, just ask me to look at it. I'm like, fuck lah. You know, if I was your wife and like you're in the middle of like some nice dinner or something, then I message, you know, I message like some document for you to look at. I'll be like, if I was your wife, I'll be like, hey, fuck you lah, Terrence. You know, you're setting me up to be hated lah. Yeah, yeah. Terrence, Terrence, then you must, you, just because you get a message during dinner doesn't mean you need to reply it during dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's why you said that you'll be doing, feel free to message me whenever, you know, I'm this holiday. <laughs> it's not really holiday. I'm here to work. And I'm like, hey, come on. Hey, don't, no, 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 don't, no, no, don't no, no. put your note. I, I speaking, I'm speaking on behalf of your wife and all the spouses <laughs> of workaholics around the world. Hey, don't overdo it. In, the, yeah, in yeah. the end, yesterday you messaged me at what time? 11.30 p.m. Correct? And I, what did yes, I say? Yes, I, I will look at it and I'll get back to you. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so you know that anyhow, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I took your words at, at face value like, and I was like, okay, yeah, since he asked me to message you, I'll message him. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then I didn't want to respond then. So I, I didn't. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's about it's compartmentalizing, yeah. Terrence. Yeah, yeah, Compartmentalizing, yeah. drawing lines. Hashtag yeah. hustle, hustle. You know, move fast, break things. You no, know? no, 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 no. <laughs> it's all about balance, balance. Move fast, balance. break relationships. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Piss hashtag. people off. That's the hashtag. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hashtag. But yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I really do think like, it's it's quite cool to sometimes do a podcast, even just like in the middle of a trip, because you see things that are different from Singapore and gives you a bit of perspective about things. Yeah, somewhere. exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. 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 So so yeah, so, so interesting, like interesting. Who knows? Uh, maybe maybe next time you will be Yalabot International. Uh, yeah. Both Actually, you and just, I are in different countries. Yeah, just an aside, I learned yesterday that uh, apparently Google like like encourages employees to like you're allowed to work uh, remotely for like three weeks at a time uh, each year or something like that. Oh, is it? Like, yeah, like literally you can just tell your boss, oh, I want to go to Bali to just work for three weeks and then they're like, okay, go ahead, you know, kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. Power. Yeah. I know certain uh, companies are the opposite. Like, they say, oh, even if you're working abroad, you still need to take leave. 
Mm, yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Then yeah, like, yeah. There's no such thing as you work abroad, uh, work while abroad. You either take leave, go abroad, have holiday, or you stay in Singapore and work. So then yeah. also it's like, huh? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's right. That's but yeah. Right. But yeah. Cool. Uh, but yes. before we jump into the topics, which actually have, have a lot to do with Singapore and, you know, the neighboring countries that we spend a lot of time in and all that. Um, mm. What's the one thing that we need to plug? Eh? Um, It is the... The call to action for anyone who is listened to this podcast or is is listening and finding that it brings you some level of joy, uh, mm. it'll be great if you could just share it with one person who hasn't heard of us, who yes. may never have heard of us if not for your actions. Yes. Cool. cool. Sweet. So okay. we jump right to the big first topic that uh, yeah. you know is riling up people from two different countries. Yeah, which is which is part of uh, the ongoing Sea Games, like, which is quite cool. Mm. Eh? Like, um, I, I, it's so easy to forget that there is the Sea Games going on. So mm. seeing these updates every day and, and it's been cool eh? and some, some pretty pretty nice wins by Singapore. Uh, but mm. this particular win, uh, which was the Singapore's first Sea Games eSports gold medal, mm. Um, mm. Uh, was, a, was a bit controversial uh, because... In the final, where Singapore was up against Indonesia, um, mm-hmm. there was a dispute or multiple disputes put up by Indonesia. And we will dive into the details, but it ended with Singapore sharing the gold medal with Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I know get like online abuse towards the players and just feels like, oh, like it doesn't feel that festive or celebratory. Right? Because the digger, the, 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 the further you dig, the more it feels like, oh, what the hell happened? But, yeah, yeah. you know, the world of esports is so mysterious uh, to people like me. Uh, but why do you want to yeah. talk about this? Eh? No, yeah, I, I wanted to preface, preface the, everything we're saying by, with the disclaimer that Harish and I are not into esports or Valorant or, or any of these uh, esports games at all, right? So, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I, pl- I play video games, but not any of these kind of games that, that you know, uh, have come up and that people are very popular that esports people play and all that. So everything yeah, I we even say... I play video games, yeah. Yeah, everything we say is going to sound like, sound like uh, German to, to you know, uh, there a lot of the stuff sounds like German to us now when you read it. Um, but uh, yeah, so if you are actually someone who follows esports, you will probably cringe at a lot of what we're going to say and the way we're saying it. Lah. So I just put yeah. it out there first. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, it's just interesting because there's more and more news coming about it and mm. it's it's for, for, for someone like me to understand it, it's quite interesting because like, I have no fucking idea. I don't even game much. Like at least you play yeah. recreational games, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But with all that in mind, what made you want to talk about this? Um, I think it's interesting because... uh. Firstly, esports are very new, right? And uh, mm. new, very new to to the competitive gaming, uh, sea games landscape and all. So I think there's a lot of things in the rule books that are not fixed yet, which have come to light in this situation. Uh, and secondly, it's just about the, I guess about the you know the the, the concept of sportsmanship, lah, right? In in e gaming and all, because uh, I think you, you as you read about the story, you will see that there were certain acts. Uh, you know, done by both teams, uh, both the Indonesian and Singapore teams, that had their supporters up in arms, like. Um, so maybe maybe it's interesting because we are we are not gamers. It's mm. interesting for us to sort of dissect this a little bit and see, like, hey, is this 
was this the right approach uh, in in you know tackling this issue? Like, was the for the games committee for the for the different sporting organizations of both countries? Uh, did they do? Do we think that maybe there was another way to handle it or what? You know. So I, I think it's a larger discussion about um, sportsmanship and esports in games that I'm more interested in. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, if you're listening and maybe you caught wind of what some news about esports, but I have no idea what the hell happened, right? So, mm. so overall, right? So <laughs> again, with the preface that uh, this is just me trying to understand it. Um, the the final was between Singapore and Indonesia. It was a yeah. best of three. Um, mm. Singapore had won the first round uh, mm. against Indonesia, and basically, Valorant is like one of those first-person shooter games, lah. Where you're like, is it Val- the- Valorant or is it Valorant? Valorant. Val- <laughs> <laughs> you see, even just what the name of the game. What did I say? What did I say? Uh, Valorant. Valorant. Is it Valorant? Oh, Valorant. Uh, Valorant. <laughs> Valorant. Is it? I don't see. That's the thing. I'm not even sure. Oh, I know. Fuck, I know. Right. I know. Our our audio engineer Tristan. He. He plays this game and all that, and he loves yeah. it. Uh, so he's probably he's rolling probably, his eyes, lah. He's no, he's more than rolling. He's probably like like clutching his stomach in pain right now. And how much? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how terrible we're butchering the name of his favorite maybe, game. Maybe I should say Valorant slash Valorant slash Valorant. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, Valorant. This is what our podcast is right now. Like, it's a, yeah, it's a it's Valorant. A Valorant about the game. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, so the the Singapore won the first game. Um, then midway through the second game, um, mm. when Singapore was actually in the lead, there was a dispute put forward by the Indonesian team, uh, accusing Singapore of using a cipher a cipher cam, mm. um, which is kind of like a camera that would allow the Singapore team to see um what. Uh, the Indonesian team is doing la. so so most specifically in, in the they, game la, in the game you mean in the game in, yeah, the, in game. the game yeah it's yeah. not like a camera a physical camera they have outside pointed at the people playing the game la, right yeah, yeah correct correct yeah, so most specifically yeah, that's why, yeah, yeah that's why so so most uh, specifically they suspected Singapore had exploited the cipher bug in several rounds of the game and the bug mm. is a camera feature uh, that would allow the team Singapore in the game to see the position of Indonesian players and attack them. Like, because how you win is your team kind of like shoots down the other team. So mm. so midway through the second game, there was uh, um, uh, that, that dispute put forward and then the game was paused. Mm. So, mm. so let me see. Yeah. So, so the first round, Singapore won 13-8. The second mm. round, Singapore was ten four in uh in the lead. Then there was a um dispute, and then there was a delay. Um, mm. wait, uh, let me see. So so yeah, so there was a technical pause that was called by Indonesia, and after about twenty minutes, um, Singapore mm. was informed that there was a complaint filed against them. Um, mm-hmm. then uh, thirty minutes later, there was another issue raised by Indonesia. Um, mm. uh, oh, so sorry. They after there was an initial dispute, uh, the Singaporeans kind of like protested, but then they agreed to the tournament organizers' decision to roll back and play the fourteenth round again, mm. Um, mm. because in the in the second game there was the fourteenth round which they were in the lead, um, and then mm. they decided to play it. Then after thirty minutes, uh, there was another team raised, uh, another issue raised by Indonesia when Singapore was once again in the lead five three. Um, mm. and then there was a uh, delay. Mm. So, 
so they sat around from 7pm on 10th May to about 12.51am on 11th May. Mm. Then, um, they, again, the tournament organizer told Singapore they would restart the game again. Singapore mm. agreed, but then Indonesia raised the, another issue and then they were told to go home at 4.30am and come back on stage at 8am the next day. Mm, mm. To continue then, playing again. Right? Yeah, to continue playing. And yeah. then, uh, Singapore received the news that the Indonesian team wanted to forfeit the series uh, mm. to, and I quote, uphold its national dignity, demanding Singapore to give up the second map. Mm. Then Singapore mm. waited from 9am to 11am for the medal ceremony to take place. And then there was another proposal because once Indonesia decided to forfeit, Singapore mm. would be given a gold medal. Then there was another proposal that either they share the goal with Indonesia or they wait for a week to find out the result of the dispute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they agreed to share the gold medal. Mm, correct, correct. Yeah. So even reading that outright, I was confusing myself. Mm. Uh, mm. But w- anything you want to to clarify or like what your understanding was different? Um, I think the only thing to add is part of the uh, essentially the Singapore team then chose to take the joint gold medal, right? Mm. But because um because imagine this game that was meant to end on uh Wednesday 10th May uh had stretched out like till the next day and the next afternoon and uh actually most of the team had already booked their flights back to Singapore already lah, thinking that mm. the games will be over for them already so most of the team actually had to leave and leave the the ceremony and only one person, apparently only one person from the Singapore team stayed behind to collect the gold medal. And there, there's a very telling uh, photograph of that Singapore team member uh, receiving the gold medal, but completely like broken down in tears. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the image is out there and it's a very telling of the how the controversy has sort of tainted this gold medal win for Singapore. Also, and uh, yeah, so it's a... You know, you you read the headlines is you they say oh it's controversial, but you never really understand what that means to the athletes until you you see the images like this, now, right? Yeah. So and mm. I mean the the thing is once you go down, a few other things come up la. Apparently, there was a discussion between the Indonesian players and the tournament um, organizers as well, real time, mm-hmm. just saying that, oh, is this allowed la, as part of the game? Um, mm. And the, it, the tournament organizers allegedly came back saying, okay, uh, this map, yes. The second map, no. And then the Indonesians clarified, can this be used? And they said no. So mm. so by that rationale, yeah, Singapore is doing something they shouldn't do. But according mm. to what the Singapore players said, they weren't informed of that, that they couldn't do it. Mm. And yeah. they were just following the rule books, which... They were doing stuff that has been done in other Valorant um, tournaments. La. Yeah, yeah. So then you look at it, even from the outside, you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because the world of esports, ultimately, you know, like if it's a 100 meter sprint, yeah, there's only so much that you can dispute. Yeah, that's right. But esports is like this whole Pandora's box, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, essentially, if if you take an analogy to a game that's probably more well understood by other people, it's like two teams are playing a football match, right? Yeah. And then the 
uh, one of the teams, uh, you know, does something that the other team says is cheating. Like, let's say like they, they're wearing, uh, you know, I don't know, metal, metal shin pads or something that could cause, uh, that could give them an advantage in the way they play or could hurt their players or whatever. And, uh, yeah, then the match is, is you're already halfway through the match and they, they lodge a complaint, the referee, and then the, the referee says, oh, okay, um, like, yeah, there was some, there's something strange going on here, but let's, to make things fair, let's start, you know, restart playing again or start from, you know, from zero zero and start playing again. But uh, I think the Indonesian team at this point said that, oh, um, we don't want to have to, we're not happy with this decision the referee has made. And we insist that there must, uh, there should be further concession from the Singapore side to forfeit, uh, forfeit something, uh, forfeit the, the match or what. Uh. And then, uh, you know, at the end of the day, referee says, oh, okay, uh, fine. Then, uh, since they, since they, they're refusing to play, then both sides, we just declare both sides joint gold medal winners. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah. it's a draw. We declare both sides joint medal winners. And so <clears throat> you can imagine as the Singapore team, you would feel, um, you feel quite aggrieved uh, in the sense that you feel that, you feel that it was the pressure on the, on the you know the officiated uh, officiating uh, authorities or the referees that caused this result, rather than uh, even though you have, you have said okay let's let's replay everything again uh, since since there's some dispute over what can or can't be used, uh, but the the opposing team refuses to to accept that concession, no? right? So yeah, that's why it, it's it's yeah the 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 fact that the rules are so new and and you know still changing and still evolving. That's what makes this complicated, I think, because even the referees or the 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 body that's meant to the committee that's meant to officiate these decisions, uh, it's hard for them as well, right, to make these decisions. Yeah, but but I mean, you know, like there's one thing. That, okay, if you look at it, that you know, Indonesia, they Singapore already agreed to the to do the rollback and start again. Mm-hmm. So, so why are you all complaining? But then mm. maybe maybe there really was an issue that Singapore did wrong. Mm, um, mm. Because you got, like, there's an official statement no, from the Esports Federation of Indonesia, and it's quite mm. damning. Um, mm, mm. It, it was, so certain things they said, okay, so sport, sportsmanship and fairness are key values that we and the entire ecosystem should aspire to at all times, and blah mm. blah blah. During the match, um, they found irrefutable evidence of a breach of rules committed by the Singapore team. Mm. They have lodged an official protest. Mm. Uh, and the last part they say uh, the Esports Federation of Indonesia consider, considers this act of cheating equivalent to doping and should be mm. defined as digital doping mm. and then they mm. say that you know we want esports to gain world recognition that we need to make sure it's fair uh, and full of integrity la. so yeah. of course of course you know organizations there will always be uh, not every organization is, is well intentioned and all but it's just hard mm. to how to how to figure out because maybe Singapore really did do something wrong, right? Mm. Uh, but the investigation is ongoing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, right. I, uh, I, I guess I guess the sad thing is that during the there was a lot of online abuse uh, put towards the Singaporean team, uh, mm. And according to some of the Singaporean teams, they only had like three. Uh, of team officials that were there to help them uh, whereas the Indonesian team had like a whole army behind them and they were getting mm. 
like some of the things they were, people were telling them, oh, you know, we we meet here and here, you know, we show you how to fight yeah. in real life or some shit like that, lah. Yeah, I I do see some online chatter, lah. Right, that that mm. um, it, given that in, there was such a strong protest and such, uh, you know, deep allegations of uh doping or cheating, like digital doping, whatever you call it, lah. Right. Why, if you were the Singapore team, if if even you winning a gold medal would be so tainted by this this thing, uh, why wouldn't you just withdraw, you know, and not even we, accept we, the the medal, the Singapore team, lah? Oh, right. you mean if you feel yeah. so strongly that like it is fucked up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because okay, let's say let's say let's take the because you and I really don't know anything about this this whether it's cheating or what lah, right? Using this uh, camera yeah. in the game. But let's take it at face value there. Okay, like, there was an unfair advantage that they gained from it. In that case, you know, when you've been accused of cheating and all that, um, but then people say, oh, okay, but, you know, here's a joint gold medal since we can't verify whether you cheated or anything like that. Wouldn't you feel like, yeah, taking the gold medal home, isn't that like, doesn't that, it kind of uh, devalues the whole point of, of competition and winning the gold medal and all that. Uh, and 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 if you feel aggrieved by the process, wouldn't it be better to have just rejected the gold medal? Wow, that's a that's a tricky thing, man. Because mm. at the same time, like you know, they 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 were playing so well in the whole tournament. They they mm. won the first map in this best of three series. They were leading in the second map, so they clearly mm. are pretty good, lah. Right. Mm. Um, and we have had esports winners in previous sea games. Uh, but this mm. is the first goal, la. and if it's the first goal for in esports for your country, it yeah. is quite a big thing, lah. So I totally can imagine how, even if you feel wronged, the fact mm. is you still get the gold medal, which you feel you deserve. Oh, I can't. I, I think walking away will be damn hard, man. And you bring it home. You bring it home to your country, la, Right? To to I mean, add to the country's way, medal tally. Yeah, I mean, okay. In some way, like let's say you want to you don't want to just let this this controversy die and you want to bring to justice what happened, what went wrong. Isn't Don't you get more leverage as a gold medal winner, as someone without a gold medal? Mm, I get what you're saying, yeah. The more you can bring it forward and all that, yeah. You can bring yeah. it up to in public and all, yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. But like for you, if you were in that position... Um, Let's say you were so you were so disturbed, Terence, that this could happen, that this could be tainted. Your experience is tainted, and you feel so wronged. But they say, okay, we give you joint gold medal. You want? Um, I mean, you really look back in history at, at all these uh, events and all. You know, at the end of the day, twenty, thirty, forty years down the road, people are not going to know the intricacies of of how you got that gold medal and all that, right? Uh, all they're gonna, all that's gonna be remembered in history is, yeah, did you get a gold medal or did you not get a gold medal? Like, so right? only winners, lah. Only the winners are remembered, lah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as a young, if I was a young esports athlete, and you know, you're, it's not like you can do this forever either, lah. Right? You know, um, if you have that chance to walk away with a gold medal, yes, it's slightly tainted, but um, you know, is it a, a hill worth dying on, lah? Where you protest, protest, protest until something's overturned. Even even in those instances when, <clears throat> when let's say, you know, like a, a Olympic silver medalist, the gold medal winner is disqualified, you know, uh, because of some doping allegations after that. A lot of times, like, there's always the asterisk, right, put next to the 
to to the the silver medalist who's elevated to the gold medal position, all right? Mm. There's always people always say that oh, it wasn't really because they won a gold medal. So so it just feels very um, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's, it's just a tough one to swallow. Uh. Whereas the the one who wins the gold medal on the spot usually that's the that's what people that's what the layperson remembers la. It's like yeah. Lance Armstrong, right? Like, uh, Lance Armstrong. In some sense, yeah, you remember his achievements, but his was such a huge scandal that that tainted his whole career. That you, I think, very hard to compare to, like instances like this, uh. Like, if you ask people, is he, is he? Do you still consider him a great cyclist? I can imagine more mm-hmm. people saying, uh, yeah, like, He probably was was fucking good, Because like. there's yeah, no yeah, way to yeah. quantify how much the doping helped, right? Correct, correct. Uh, I, I think in, in, in as a parallel in uh, recent sports, uh, in recent history in a lot of other very mainstream sports, uh, you know, like during the pandemic, right? When, uh, say, when Liverpool won the Premier League or yeah. when LeBron James and the LA Lakers won the NBA title while playing in a, in a bubble, uh, right? They were essentially mm. locked up in Miami for like, a few months playing. Uh, a lot of people, I mean, commentators all, uh, they put an asterisk on those wins. Because uh, they weren't played in front of audience, uh, a lot of players because of COVID and all that couldn't play, couldn't play and participate in the matches and all that, right? Mm. So there's a lot of talk of it, you know. Oh, there's a big asterisk next to uh, next to, to your title and all that. Uh, but the fact remains that they did win, they did win win these championships, and mm. uh, you know Liverpool still wears that star on their jersey, and the Lakers still have that. Still hang the the thing the rafters like, right? Mm. So you know, I, I can get it. I can totally understand why the Singapore team decided. Okay, let's just you know take the take the joint gold medal, and then you know, there's a bit of a fallout from there. But what well, what you know you can't at least at least you get one for Singapore lah. But unfortunately, probably the memory of the gold medal was not like what they imagined lah. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you know you it's plan not, like yeah. some birthday party or something and you think it's going to be like your fucking or like your, your wedding like you know you plan your wedding mm. you think it's going to be full of memories but yeah. some annoying uncle takes a shit in the middle of the dance floor oh are we are we are you going to like personal territory to, <laughs> no, 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 no. I get to unveil that to reveal no one no one shat on the dance floor at oh, my okay, wedding okay. Uh, and yeah, I know yeah. both you and Tristan can back that up no, no yeah, one shat yeah, on yeah. the dance floor. But if there was someone who shat on the dance floor, as I look back at the photos 20 years down the road, of course I would think like, fuck man, such a great mm. night, except for the person who took a dump on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel and, bad. I feel bad for the yeah, the Singapore E athletes, uh, that that especially the one that was caught on camera crying. Cause can you imagine that's like <clears throat> immortalized as the moment that you received the gold medal at the Sea Games, uh? Yeah. Mm, mm. And I mean, I just hope that that esports as a sport continues, lah. Because the last thing you want, I mean, I can really see some some chatter online saying, "Oh, esports is a farce." You know, I don't, mm. I, 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 I don't know enough to say whether or not, oh, it should be a sport, it should not be a sport. But the fact is, it has become a sport. You do get people who make professional livelihoods of playing the sport. Uh, mm, the last mm, thing mm. that would be good is that it gets tainted to the point that people are like. Like write it off like it's like you know when YouTube drama came up mm. for a while and even now there's like oh you know influencers like fuck you know YouTube drama oh all this blah blah then I'm like yeah. um, okay there is drama but it doesn't mean the format the craft should deserves that much disrespect also like you know mm. that's right that's right yeah shout out yeah. shout out to I mean kudos to the Singapore team for you know the gold medal and uh, yeah, yeah I, I think you know in 
even the the boomers like us who don't play the game, we feel for you lah in this situation. We're just yeah. trying to make sense of of what you're going through, so lah. Yeah. But but some some things just by being in it, uh, I've come to learn like there's this this website called Twit Longer. Have you heard of it? Mm. Uh, I think I accessed you, it. Yeah. Yeah, you you probably saw it because one of the players from Singapore posted a longer tweet, and it's basically if you want to do a long tweet, you use Tweet Longer, Tweet Longer, but it's not affiliated mm. with Twitter. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then like you know, just like using cipher cam, yeah, hey bro, you go you go use a cipher cam. Or, I just feel like even when talking to Tristan, right, I'll be like, hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, you played yesterday, you used the cypher cam. Uh, he, he would see me a bit more as like, okay, like, this guy knows yeah. my, knows gaming. Yeah. This guy knows gaming. And, and when, when we roll back, we roll back to, to play a game, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, shit, these guys are cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, Terrence, we take a technical pause uh, on the podcast. I think we need to take a technical pause. Yeah, uh, then we roll back and we start again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Those are all terms. Those are all terms that seem to be used a lot in Valorant tournaments. Or Valorant. Valorant. Yeah. Tournaments. Valorant, so, yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to reconnect with your younger son or daughter who plays Valorant, yeah, try, join us in, in sounding like fools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, just throw in like words like cypher, rollback, yeah. technical pause. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tweet yeah, longer yeah. and all. <laughs> yeah, imagine you go to your son and you're like, hey, I just read this amazing thing on tweet longer. You should check it out, you know? Uh, <laughs> and you just leave it at that. You just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. And then like yeah. some of oh, the that... Singapore players, like the Styron, you know, Frey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, sh- sh- yeah. It's just a different world. Like. It's just a different, different world. world. Yeah. yeah. But <sighs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite, it's quite funny. It's quite interesting that it's taking place during the SEA Games, like, which... Traditionally, I mean, we're all familiar with the sea games, right? Having grown up with it and all, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but you think you know every sport, but right? actually, no. There's so many new things about new sports we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, cool. But yeah, lah, you know, uh, that's that's the I think that's like the theme of today, lah. Right? You there are a lot of things on the surface that we think we know that you look at, you see the cues and everything. It points you towards that what you think it is. But when you actually go and dig deeper, it's not. Yeah. So this man, this uh consumer who walked past uh Pasamalam in Woodlands had a very rude shock as well and was very surprised yeah. by what he found. Uh what is this story about? Eh? Um so on May 9th, um there was a Facebook user who posted a video and pictures about um um a store called MBK Thai Express which was at uh, Woodlands Bazaar, where there was a, apparently a staff who was wearing a tudung, but also, uh, but the stall had pork on its menu. Mm. So he recorded a video of him checking with the owner of the stall and uh, berating him. La. Like the video even had like him scolding the staff for selling pork. Um, mm. And... Uh, yeah, so so uh, what what happened in the video was he asked the staff, you know, mm. can a Muslim sell pork? And then the staff said the stall does not sell pork. The man pointed to the menu mm. and asked that it be removed. Um, and then he spoke to the stall's boss. Uh, basically, and then he posted online like, saying, you know, Muslims be warned that this stall sells pork. And the main issue was that how can someone wearing a tudung sell pork? Like? How can mm. a stall that has tudung wearing stuff, how can it sell pork? Mm. So, I mean, interestingly enough, like since I think we've had a few episodes where we talk about stuff related to the Hari Raya Bazaar or or bazaars that sell Malay food, um, yeah. or 
or halal food. So interesting, lah. Interesting. I know we've had some people comment saying, "Oh, we should get a, a, a an Islamic expert on the podcast, maybe at mm. some point, lah." But for now, yes, 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 yes. Why? Why did you want to talk about this, Terence? Um, because I thought it's interesting that Muiz's response came almost like uh, saying that, "Hey, you know, um, almost I wouldn't say chastising, lah, but right, kind of uh, disagreeing with the guy who posted the video, right?" Mm. saying that um you know as a consumer you also need to check whether the store you're consuming from is really a halal store because they would have certification and all that if they are halal store and not assume that just because of uh you know the the people who work there just because of their appearances then you uh, you assume that they are they're halal right Mm. um which to which i think the guy did say that hey but then there are people who maybe don't read the menu or can't can't read the menu and things like that who might just assume based on who is serving them, lah, right? That oh, yeah. because it's someone wearing a tudung serving them, so it must be a halal store. Um, so to me, that's a interesting the two sides of the coin, lah, right? But what what do you think of it when you when you saw the responses from Muiz and 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 vice versa? I mean, but Muiz didn't actually kind of uh say specifically whether it's wrong for someone sell, uh, wearing a tudung to mm. be working at a store that sells pork, lah, right? Mm-mm, yeah. So that's where that's where I'm also a bit confused because, okay, I know every religion is different but mm. I was imagining it. Okay, take for example the religion that I'm the most familiar with, uh, what is it most mm. familiar with that I was born into, like Hinduism. Mm-mm, uh, I'm not mm. the most religious at this point but mm. I can totally imagine like um, a Hindu person working at a restaurant that sells beef. Mm. Mm. Uh, so then I was like, and oh, having wait. to handle having to handle like beef products. Having to handle beef products, I I still think it's okay. I still can imagine it. I don't know anyone personally. I mean, I know a lot mm. of Hindus who eat beef. Um, but I, I guess this one, this is where I was like, oh, this this is interesting, like because on one hand I'm like, oh, I was thinking, is this guy stepping out of line? You know, like. After mm. all, if the store sells pork, but maybe the tudung, the the, the staff wearing tudung doesn't deal directly Handle. with the pork, yeah. right? Yeah. But at the same time, if it really is like something that is a no go, I mean, maybe mm. he shouldn't record a video. Maybe he shouldn't like show like the the person's face and all. But then, mm. does he have a right to inquire and like like push for the store to not sell pork? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, the video side. Yeah, we can agree that. Uh yeah, not 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 great to like be videoing and then complaining to people at the same time and all that lah. Um, but it, the the when I watched the video, yeah, the I think the the service staff in wearing the tudung was actually not the one at the counter lah, right, serving people. Uh, yeah. or at least she was. She seemed to be in the background, um, you know, doing things. So yeah, to to your point, I'm not sure if she was actually handling. Handling, handling pork or if she was, you know, um, the one that is customer facing, uh, so to speak, such that people might assume that it's a, it's a halal uh, business. Uh. Yeah. But would it strike you as weird that if you went to a stall selling pork and you saw someone who was, um, uh, was wearing a tudung? Would it strike oh yeah, you? for sure. I think the question will come up in my mind. Oh, is is she allowed to handle pork la, in that sense? You know? Uh, yeah. like, like you, that those same questions went through my mind. 
So yeah, I, I think it might be something worth clarifying. Like, I think uh, talking to the store owner or, or even checking in movies or what. But I think the yeah the public the the recording of the video or that that's the 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 part that was was tough to swallow like, tough very tough to watch like the oh, quite a heated confrontation with the people at the store like, right yeah yeah I was also gonna ask like is there is there any kind of uh meat for any religion like okay so like for Buddhists I know some Buddhists don't eat beef also right mm-hmm. um but yeah basically I also would have the same question. Um, yeah. Like, hey, yeah. How does this work? And the thing is, apparently, that um, the MBK they actually did have a new menu that didn't show pork. That mm, they updated mm. it and they removed that pork option, lah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's where I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this this whole thing is is a bit weird. It just feels like the the, the previous issue was also something related to selling pork, right? That was what we covered the podcast on. I think yeah, there were pork sellers. There were people who were selling pork uh, products at the uh, bazaar that was meant for Ramadan. Uh. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, 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 correct, yeah. correct. Whereas this one, I don't think it is. It's just a Woodlands bazaar, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's not. It's not a Ramadan bazaar. Yeah, but um, so. yeah. So so it's it's weird, eh? And in the the chatter on the post right do you see any polarizing comments or generally like uh quite calm and and civil no generally quite supportive of the guy who posted the video lah saying that yeah should either call police or complain to muis or anything like that so that's why i was quite like i was quite oh okay but muis is now saying hey it's not uh yeah it don't you know that the consumer needs to take a bit more proactive steps to ensure that they're not consuming uh non halal products right yeah so yeah, yeah maybe but but maybe it might be even uh, yes seeing the confusion that you and i have maybe it might be worth for Moish to clarify further uh to to you know non-muslims as well about like what's acceptable or not acceptable uh, right yeah for oh, for uh, muslim staff to handle pork products or but, not but one point that the guy who took the video did point out that whether or not mm. the staff wearing to don't handles the pork if mm. there is pork being sold it mm. automatically means that it's not a halal place. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. So, so sure. that is also one issue and that's what, um, uh, what you might call it, uh, Muiz warned against la, that you should always mm. check if you're unsure. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then, did this place even claim to be halal? No, no, no certificate, nothing. Yeah. No certificate, yeah, right? They're not, they're not halal, yeah. But that's why that's why that's what they say like appearances like you hire a, a Muslim uh member of staff does doesn't automatically oh. confer you halal status, like, right? Oh, yeah. oh oh so basically that is the crux of it lah. Like, that because mm, that's why mm, he mm. says it, you could mis misrepresent or uh confuse like, yeah. potential patrons like, who think that it's yeah. a halal store because they see someone yeah. wearing a tudung. Yeah. Huh. Right, right. Wow, wow. That's why it's a... So it's it's a tricky issue, lah. But I I just you know it's quite scary the way the guy also just confronted the staff and 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 you can see the like the I think the guy at the counter you know who was being confronted he was it's almost like he didn't he didn't know how to deal with it like he merely just took out his phone and called his boss and asked the boss to speak to the man because uh yeah it's a touchy issue lah right when it comes to religion and 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 halal certification and all these things lah. 
Yeah, and I mean, it's happening more and more. Like, just, I know uh, part of our research uh, involves me reading Stomp, uh, you know, the bastion <laughs> of uh, journalism. Yeah. But in this story, the related stories are restaurant removes no pork lard sign after woman complains about it being misleading. Chinatown mm. Cafe, which serves pork and beer, told by Moe's to remove fake halal logo. So it feels like mm. it's happening more and more, not just at bazaars, but also at F&B establishments, lah. So yeah. like, like yeah. hmm, I'm sure I'm sure the authorities, including like uh Moose, are trying to find a better way to maybe regulate this lah. Yeah, or uh, make make it yeah much. I think maybe restaurants having to be much more explicit in the in how to express themselves as halal, not halal, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly halal, that's true. yeah. So, so maybe just. I'm sure maybe there's some app that's coming up. Like, you know, the, the government loves to make some apps, right? So maybe there's an app coming Gov, up. Like Gov, another GovTech or OpenGov project again. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, if if you have any comments, if you have any thoughts, if there are facts where we got wrong, please, mm. uh, we want to hear yes, from you. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, but now, on to happier things, hopefully. Uh, yes. What is your one shoot comment? Ah, uh, okay. Wait. Would you Would you like to go first? Yeah, I think uh, Jungle Jimbo eighty eight, long time listener, uh, posted as a potential one shot thing. but I'm just, I'm just taking it as a one shot comment, right? He talked about the. It's actually a, he posted the clip of So Riyong showing sportsmanship at the recent Sea Games because, um, I mean, if you watch the video, it's a clip of So Riyong sharing his drink with a competitor, a fellow competitor, in the middle of the 10-kilometer race at the SEA Games. Uh. So mm-hmm. if you watch the clip, what happens is that um, Sho Ryong is, is running uh, behind or alongside another runner, and there's a water point, uh, right, where you run past, you grab a drink, and you either drink it or pour it over your head or what. So the guy in front of Sho Ryong tries to grab a drink, but he's unable to, like, it, it slips out of his hand or what, uh, and he just spills it, fine. Then So Young manages to grab a cup as he runs by the water point. He, I think he takes a sip or pause a little bit on his head. Then he actually takes the rest of the drink and offers it to the guy as he's running right behind him, you know. And the guy takes it and, and, and I think he pauses it on his head as well. Uh. So people are calling that like an ultimate act of sportsmanship, uh, you know, uh, during in the middle of a race. Uh. And ultimately, So Young went on to win the silver medal in the competition. Which is mm. like uh Singapore's first uh medal in ten, men's ten thousand meters in forty years. Mm. Which is uh pretty crazy. La. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, shout out to So Young, man. Like um you No, know, we had just had him on a podcast a few weeks before Sea Games. Uh he said that he, he hadn't been, you know, really actively training for it, but but he just went ahead to to fucking get a silver medal in uh you know Singapore's first silver medal in like four decades, it's fucking badass like and, and I'm I'm very glad that he also did this act of sportsmanship, which if anything to me might be even more valuable to him than the than the silver medal like, in the sense that uh you know he's had a lot of controversy in, in recent years, but this really shows that hey he's someone that um yeah doesn't doesn't cut corners like right or anything to to get get what he get what he wants to get like even though he's super competitive but at least he's a sportsman about it. So I was super happy when I saw this. Mm. And I mean, in case the haters out there are saying, oh, maybe he spiked the water, you know, the water he gave to the person. <laughs> the guy he gave the water to ended up winning. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he lost to the guy. So it's like, mm, wow, mm. interesting. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. 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 But shout out to Sir Young, man. I mean, 
congrats on, on making Singapore proud and you know uh, and not not giving up on your giving up on your what do you call it uh, your morals or uh, your your ethics in the in the process uh, right yeah so I mean I was originally a bit uh, reserved in like talking about So Young because that was my one show thing lah Terrence <laughs> You, you start off with your one shock comment then you go yeah. straight into one shock thing then I'm holding back my emotions because it really was my one shock thing then I feel yeah. like Terrence you really you really makan too no mm. because but, yeah, I did my I, I, you know because then you blame Jungle Jimbo for, for putting it out there on the, on, as a comment no you can just <laughs> talk about that video and then move on lah oh, okay, you okay, fucking okay. think you have your cake and eat it too some more Dude, you're in the middle of Penang, in the middle of a holiday. You're telling me your one shook thing is a YouTube video of an event that's happening in another country. No. Come the on. The one shook thing is not the YouTube video. The one shook thing is that So Ruyong won a silver yeah, medal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay, so, okay. So, so maybe your one shook comment is a video, my one shook thing. And I mean, it sounds clear that it's also mm. quite shook for you. Uh, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. because, you know, we have spoken a lot about how when people almost fuck up or are seen in the eyes of society as being, oh, how can you do this? What is the redemption arc? La, right? Mm, mm, so this one for Ryong, I mean, like we've got we've gotten to know him well. Uh, I consider him as a good friend and mm. yeah, just happy that he won a silver medal. But also, <laughs> even before he was going, people were shitting on him, right? People are always shitting yeah. on him. Even yeah. in my friend groups now, some of them just still shit on him because um, they still remember like what, Maybe he was more known for about the controversies and all that. But yeah, to mm. win first gold medal in 10,000, we get a fourth in 5,000. Silver silver medal. Silver medal in uh, 10,000. 10,000, yeah. Ah, yeah. A silver yeah, medal yeah. in 10,000, get fourth in 5,000. And already talking about how he wants, he's rethinking of what events to plan for the next SEA Games is awesome. Awesome. Mm, mm, mm. And yeah, yeah like, you know, it made me really think like, yeah, this is what uh, being pr- a proud Singaporean is, like, right? Mm. that uh, it's not about winning a cultural medallion or, or being the yes man that you know says everything in Singapore is the best right I mean he's someone who speaks his mind and yeah in, in some ways he when he sees things that he doesn't agree with he he speaks his mind lah. but at the end of the day you know he he puts his best foot forward to represent the country that he lives in as, as an athlete and wins medals back for us and we should be embrace it fully lah, right yeah man yeah man yeah so this one, the sea yeah. games interesting, yeah, interesting. Got to pay yeah, more attention yeah. to the sea games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so cool. that was your so, one shot thing. So I really yeah. makan your one shot thing already. You oh, makan my okay, one shot okay. thing already. My one shot comment. You still do you remember? I haven't given my one shot comment yet. I know, I know. It's like I was about to, you know, lay out the red carpet for you to put your one shot. I thought comment. you were gonna say, okay, thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. You know, we've come to the end of the week. No, I still no, have my still one got, shot comment. Still got, still got my one shot thing after that. So you you finish your one shot comment first, yeah. Okay, so my one shot comment was a comment from long time commenter, but then Hall. Um, mm. on the podcast we did about the the condo banning food delivery riders and all. Um, she mm. just gave a shout out to a CNA video where the host Steven, uh, Steve Cha um, tried to do food delivery. Like, um, it was mm. like a 24-minute video online um, mm. and he just goes through whether they're paid enough and all that. So, I mean, just in general, it's awesome to see now people talk of CNA because not just from Baden Hall, from other people, even mm. for myself, the content they do is great lah. Um, mm. And I think Steve Chia, like for fucking long already, he, he's been doing talking point for ages, right? 
Yeah. But now it almost feels like um, when people say, "Oh, you know, CNA does some good shit." For the longest time, we hear that, "Oh, local content is shit. Local content mm. is shit." But now more and more, I hear people who generally do consume local content. Even like they just say they watch CNA, which is awesome, and it's just a reminder that, "Yo, Singapore, we can make some good shit, man." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And 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 every time you think, "Oh, local content sucks," it just it just takes a lot to come up with good content, lah. So so shout out to CNA. Yeah, that's right. Shout out to CNN. I, I think yeah, those those documentaries, the, the documentaries they do are really quite something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now Terence, um, what is your one yes. shook thing? Yes, my one shook thing. Finally, my turn. <laughs> yeah, your turn. Your turn. Uh, no, my one shook thing is yeah because I'm unlike you. I'm not. I'm not on holiday in Singapore. <laughs> I, I'm not on holiday. I'm stuck in Singapore, so I'm watching uh. a lot of YouTube. Uh, but yeah, yeah. there's this uh. YouTube channel I just discovered called Wrestling Bios. And the interesting thing is that they they do a, take a very retro look at uh at the you know the WWE, the wrestling scene. And you know, having grown up watching a lot of the a lot of WWE when I was younger, it's pretty interesting mm. that this this channel takes all those old matches you watch with Bret Hart, with Mr. Perfect, with Yokozuna and all that. And sort of analyzes why those matches were so good la, or so interesting oh, back then. Uh, and then the the cool things he spruces it in, he spruces it, he adds in the perspective from all these years later by, you know, getting quotes from their biographies, getting the inside take of, of all these matches, like why Bret Hart uh, you know, uh was you know, was very unhappy with Hulk Hogan when Hulk Hogan was and him were at WrestleMania and things like that. Uh, and then yeah, he adds in all the stories and just makes just puts a very complete picture into like as you watch the match and you try to understand the psychology of what's going on in the wrestler's mind and and what the, the drama that's unfolding backstage. So so yeah, it was very interesting for me to revisit some of these things that I watched when I was a kid and I never thought oh there's so much more uh, drama and intrigue going on behind the scenes la, when it comes to these matches la. Yeah. Oh so, shit! Yeah, because I remember bios. certain matches from from young man. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I felt damn so sad when like Ultimate Warrior didn't win or Hulk Hogan mm. lost. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And like even the drama behind like why they decided that oh Hulk Hogan should, you know, like Bret Hart will lose to Yokozuna at WrestleMania, and then Hulk Hogan would come in and then pin pin Yokozuna on the spot, and and how that made Bret Hart feel about the you know about about the about that and all. So yeah, so it's a it's wrestling bios. Check it out, man. Wrestling bios. Okay. Cool. Cool. Now we All have right. properly come to the to the end of today's podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes. But sweet. All right. Thanks for All right. listening, everybody. Yeah. Well, then you can say for the first time signing off from uh from Penang, Penang. right? <laughs> yeah, signing yeah. off from Penang. Sweet. All right.